Greetings one and all and welcome yet again to another episode of the Soccer Kakis Podcast. Today we have Jack, myself, as well as Rinaldi. That's right, Rinaldi is back in the fray. And uh, we'll be discussing the English Premier League because, you know, it's it's right around the corner. And uh, It is quite, it is quite have... literally turn the corner and staring us in the face actively. It is. It, the it next really game, is. or the first game, is in two days. Less than two days. <laughs> and that game is... Arsenal and Brentford. Brentford's first game in the top flight in 25 years, I think. Brentford's going to win. Absurd, absurdly long yeah, time. Brentford. They're, they're going to win. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. <laughs> Ivan Tony's going to score four goals. It's going to be Yo, hilarious. Ivan Tony's going to find... Oh my god, bro. He's going to help my... Arsenal's going to be starting up. their classic tandem in midfield of Granit Xhaka and Mohamed Elneny. It, it's going to end very poorly. Yeah, well, I mean, well, let me let Jack run you down what we're going to talk about if we got to the Premier League. I mean, uh, the answer is in the question. We're going to be talking about the Premier League today. We're going to be giving our previews of, we're going to be telling you definitively what is going to happen. You can take it to the bookies right now and place your bets the moment that you listen to this. Uh, <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But we are going to run through um, the top six, the teams that are going to challenge potentially to break into the top six. We're going to look at relegation. We're going to look at the newly promoted teams and see will they stay up or not, in our opinions at least. Uh, we're talk about potential Golden Boot winners, not named Harry Kane, uh, potential Premier League Player of the Season candidates, depending on how this title race goes and depending who else people want to spend money on for the next uh, you know, two weeks. And at the very end, I'm going to make everyone who happens to be in this call, who I have no idea who that's going to be at the very end. We got someone who's running late. But I'm going to make everyone give their prediction for the top six, the three teams that are going down, their PFA player of the season, and one bold claim that is not related to those previous three things that they think is going to happen. Mm. That's fair. That's really fair. All right, I guess if that's the case, right, what do we start with first? Do we start with... uh... Top end of the table. Are we, we gonna start, start, start at the top and work our way down, or start at the bottom and work our way up? Let's start at the top and work our way down. How about that? You guys cool with that? Sure, works for me. I guess Sweet. the most logical place to start is with the reigning champions, Manchester City Football Club, recently the acquirer of one Jack Grealish for a just hilarious amount of money, but. <laughs> They're still Manchester City, regardless of who they buy and who they sell. They are who they are. It's true. Do you think they can it win the true. title again? Uh, I mean, it's a stupid question, but... I mean... De- definitely. They're, they're probably going to win the title again. It's... uh, I don't see a world where they slip up. You know, oh, they, I can definitely un- see a world where they slip up. <laughs> but no, I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. I mean, okay, well, now that you put it that way, they don't have a proper striker going up front besides uh, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, that's something that they need to sort of rectify. They should rectify in the next two weeks before the end of the transfer window. But other than that... Speaking, you know, speaking of transfers, to... just to quickly, I have a list of all the active transfers that have happened right in front of me. I'm going to run through it with every team we talk about. Go, go for it. Incoming so far is Jack Grealish, Master Villa, and Scott Carson from Derby County. Uh, they're out going to Rio left to Barcelona. Eric Garcia, left to Barcelona. Louis Molden, left to Wolves. Lucas Mecha, left to Wolfsburg. Alex Robertson, left to Ross County on loan. Jack Harrison went to Leeds. 
and a bunch of young players went on loan who none of you probably know because I know like two of them. So <laughs> one major one major move from Manchester City, obviously saying goodbye to club legend Sergio Aguero, who is actively trying to still get out of his Barcelona contract. So maybe he comes back. Who knows? But uh, losing Eric Garcia means they lose some depth at center back. Pep Guardiola was big, big fan of Eric Garcia. Trusted him maybe a little bit more than he should have. But that is still two notable absences in that team. They now have one recognized first-team striker, or technically two if you want to count Liam DeLapp, and obviously Gabriel Jesus and Liam DeLapp, and they lose one extra player at center back in Eric Garcia. So this is still a really good team, but are there cracks in the armor? Hmm. That's a, that's, that's, that's a hot question, I guess, because... You think, you know, you think going forward, right, that City don't have, uh, hmm, enough of a bite, maybe? I don't know. There's reason. It's kind of hot, man. It, it seems wild really to suggest that about Manchester City, but I it, sort of yeah. don't disagree. <laughs> you know, like, on, on one hand, you, I don't know. I just feel, on one hand, right, after hearing all those trusses, maybe they don't have that much of a bite going forward but then again right you know it's Manchester's PD <laughs> it would surprise you Pep's not a tactical uh, he's not tactically inept like you know no offence but Ole in that sense you know he he can spring I'm glad you said it not me no I'm I, I mean I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be serious here you know and, and, and put my allegiances to United at a side for a bit I don't think Pep... I, I, I think when people look at Manchester City, right, and because of the star power they have, I think sometimes you often forgot about, you know, Pep's tactical abilities. And and I do mean that for, for, for a minute, because what's been dominating the headlines in, in City of late, you know, probably the Greenish mode. Probably, uh, you know, the fact that they have Sterling. The, the fact that, you know... Uh, Rodri, Ruben Diaz, you know, all these players have, have, have really come through since arriving at the club. But I think, you know, the credit doesn't really go to Pep as much as it should be going to Pep in that sense. So, I think they'll still win it. I think Pep has a few backup plans in his sleeves. So, let's, you know, yeah. I, 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 I do think City still have it in them to, to win the title. We had this discussion preliminarily, Vikram, but we're going to bring her in on this. Where do you think Jack Grealish plays for Manchester City? Do you think um, Jack Grealish regularly plays for Manchester City, first off? And where do you think he plays? <laughs> I don't think he's going to start regularly. I, mean, I don't see a place for him. Ah. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like a winger, right? So, I mean, he plays all around the pitch. And, like, it's so hard to you know, knock off Raheem Sterling from the first team and maybe he could play on the right side. Who knows? But, you know, Mares is there. So, yeah, I don't really see Grealish playing uh, so much in the first team and, yeah, to me, it was like a very bizarre buy. I think they wanted like Messi and they couldn't get him. So you just bought like, ah, let's just buy Grealish. 
<laughs> left foot anyway. He's, he's got big calves. Yeah. He's left footed. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about what you guys think, but yeah, to me, I, I don't see him starting because like City already has a very solid team. I don't even team. think Grealish is left footed. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I mean, but here's a here's an interesting thought. Do you think Grealish could play as a center forward? I mean, he played mm. Okan Gundogan as a center forward. <laughs> so, do you think that's well, where he's going to go now? It's a false nine, I guess, but... <laughs> yeah. Probably a false nine. I don't know. Because Grealish I mean, is seemingly one of, like, the only two or three players in that team who can just specialize in getting the ball and running at someone. And just yeah. <clears throat> seeing what happens. So, maybe putting him, like, directly in the center, surrounded by all those midfielders and wingers, and just saying, just get the ball and make something happen might be the way that they go. Yeah, I mean, he's also a creator. So, I, I don't think he's got too many goals also in the previous season. And I think the way he plays is, you know, he will dribble, he draws in the tackle, he gets the foul for the team. Or either that, or he, he, he creates a lot of chances. So, I don't know. Mm. I don't think he really play, he really do well as uh, number nine like a traditional number nine. So, yeah. statistics last year in the Premier League playing mostly on the left for Aston Villa was six goals and 10 assists in 26 games. Exactly. Yeah. Six goals. It's insane. <laughs> I think it's only because he's English, lad. that's why he's so expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that, that, that's the quiet part. <laughs> and City has like too much money on hand. It's burning a hole in their, in their wallet. <laughs> I think he's definitely the big storyline. It looks like Harry... I, I don't want to say it looks like Harry Kane's going to stay, but he ran out of time that he could stay in Florida. He saw the Delta variant cases and decided maybe being in the UK <laughs> is better after all. And it looks like he might stay at Spurs, which basically means City are kicking the can down the road for Holland. So I guess uh. that's sort of going to be the biggest storyline of it. But I think also slightly unreported is that they're still going to be playing Zinchenko at left back. Like, we are years into the Alexander Zinchenko experience at left back. I mean, he's okay, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, he's all right. He's, he's, he's all right. He's a midfielder, he's right. and you're playing a midfielder yeah. at left back. You have all of this money, all of the money that you're ever going to need in the entire world, and you cannot get a good left back. I refuse to believe that. It's sort of like, uh, you know, Barcelona playing uh, Sergio Roberto at uh, right back, right? Like, I don't understand that. In, in, uh, it's that sort of sense. like Barcelona playing Sergio Roberto. Just yeah, right. Yeah, right back. There. <laughs> the man was living <laughs> off the reventada for years. But... I mean, fair, fair, fair. No, but, yeah, but... I guess that's fair. That you have to sort of shoehorn a player into a role. Playing Fabian, like we... they played Fabian Delph there a few years ago. Like, we are now multiple years fitness? into them just not having a left back. I mean, what about Mendy, though? What about yeah. Benjamin Mendy? <laughs> is Benjamin Mendy good? Is, is, is he still is there? He better than, <laughs> he's, he's still, still there, there, yes. He's still there, he's still there. Is he better than Zichenko? Uh, I don't think so, and that's the thing. Oh, that's problematic then, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, there, I were, there were all those rumors... His... There were all those rumors about them signing new events from Sporting, but that hasn't amounted to anything. Somehow Sporting have kept all their players. That's incredible, but that's for a different day. But mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I still think there's questions around the left back. I think there's questions. I mean, Rodri's played well, but they still sort of need Fernandinho, and Fernandinho's not getting any younger. So maybe there are issues forming in this team. Enough issues to think that maybe they shouldn't have signed Jack Grealish. Yeah. But at the same time, they're still so good. (laughs) Like, he turned Ilkay Gundogan into a false nine in, like, three months. I... It's hard to think that Pep won't figure something out. Yeah, I mean, he's smart enough. He's like a really good tactical coach. But sometimes he does overthink things, lah, so... <laughs> yeah, but, you know, who knows what he has up his sleeve for this season. True, come. true, true. Alright, so, we proceed from Manchester City. Do you want to proceed through the rest of the quote-unquote big six, or do you want to proceed by how the table finished? Let's uh, proceed. Let's proceed by how the table finished last season to see how. Uh, yeah, All right. I think I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Number two, Manchester United. Ah, it will be on this topic. As, as you all know, we are a Manchester United podcast. We just don't say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United. It's true. Though. Is this the year? Ole got his extension. He got his big name signings. Rafael Varane is a Man United player. Jane Sancho is a Man United player. Is this the year? This, uh, <sighs> until we get a central defensive midfielder, right? <laughs> it will never be our year. I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly. Make Fred for life. Make Fred will work as a backup or an alternative. It should not be the primary starting. Um, you know, like a uh, combination of central defensive midfield uh, alternative, or like that we are sort of pushing for or, or deploying, because it works, yes, but there is so much room to be better, <laughs> and we need to be better. I I do think if Pogba says I don't even know what's up with Pogba, and I think we'll sort of touch on that in a bit, but. You know, there isn't any like moves for central defensive midfielders, which either means that McTominay is gonna start at CDM alone with uh, Pogba and Bruno up front, or we're gonna play McFred like what you guys mentioned. And United's mm-hmm. a funny one. I don't know what you feel, Rin, but you know, I don't even know where we're gonna play Lingard or like how Lingard's gonna feature. Cause I was really, really. Uh, sold on the idea that Lingard's going to move to West Ham on a permanent move I don't think that's happening it does yeah. yeah he's been playing quite uh, regularly for the, the pre-season friendly Pereira as well which is very I mean I don't know I, I find it very weird <laughs> I, think, I think partially player. you could I think partially you could explain that by like Man United had a lot of players that played international games and playing guys in preseason just like rotating them one gives Ole a chance to see what he has and two allows them to rest more and not be thrown immediately back into it but I guess along the lines of Jesse Lingard so Marcus Rashford had shoulder surgery today he's going to be out until November October probably October November yeah around that time period yeah so You're short one of your front three. Is this... Are you... Let me think about how I want to word this. 
How confident are you in, in trusting Antti Martial and Jesse Lingard playing on the left? Or well, first of all, right. Jaden Sancho playing on the left and Daniel James playing on the right. All right. Oh, shoot. I, I, I don't know why you had to bring in Dan James. That's quite <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Can you, I never would have imagined Dan, Daniel James and Jaden Sancho being mentioned in the same sentence or being fielded in the same team. But I guess... Welcome uh, to Manchester United. Welcome to United, man. I don't know, Rin, how do you feel? I mean, let me first say that I don't think Jesse Lingard should ever play on the wing ever again after realising how good he is, you know, down the middle. If anything, he should play as backup to Bruno as opposed to playing as a winger. Because I don't know why. No, backup to Bruno, he'll well. never play. <laughs> right, that's a good point. No, wait, I, that, hmm, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to agree with that only because I think, and I, I, I do mean this, I, I do feel that um, there wasn't any alternative in Ole's mind. Okay, we all agree that Pogba could have been a good, you know, alternative in that number 10 position for some matches in, in you know, in the event Bruno gets injured or if Bruno needs to rest. But he sort of has that now with Lingard. He has a different kind of player in that sense who can assume that number 10 role. I mean, we've seen how good he is at, uh, you know, West Ham. So, I mean, you know, to be I, fair, Jesse Lingard was at Manchester United for six months last season. He was, and in six months at West Ham, you know, he, he totally turned things around. Fair. After not playing, you know, you know Ben didn't play regularly at Manchester United. It wasn't probably match fit at, when he when he began and he took a journey at West Ham, but, you know, he had that fire in him to prove everyone wrong, sort of turn things. I mean, he was forced to turn things around, I guess. If not, he probably playing. He probably played the championship this season. You know, he was he was abysmal at United. You know, United fans hated him. Yeah. I know Rin had his fair share of comments to to, to hey, make hey, on hey, Lingard's hey. for hey. <laughs> 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 yeah. But um, But there was Yeah, enough. what do you think Rin? But <laughs> 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 well, what do you think, Rin? Do you think... Uh, no, I, I agree, I agree. I think he he's there to support uh, Bruno and, you know, rotate with him. I mean, yeah. he's, found, he's yeah, certainly found his confidence. Lah. And... Uh, Jaden Sancho and then James. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> honestly, Dan James can be a reliable player if he's used, like, sparringly. I think yeah, last season, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I well, I can't remember whether it was last season or the previous one. I mean, they kept using him. Then you know, I think they, he he didn't have that uh, mentality to keep going. And I I don't know. I I don't think he was football wise. He was developed yet to suddenly be thrown into the mix. And you know, on a regular to, basis, right? Yeah. Yeah. To you know help the team out heavily. So I think, I don't know, I think Dan James can make an impact this season. And, I don't know, I mean, I wouldn't say I hate him. Kind of like him because he's, you know, he's also like, I don't know, I feel like he's like a Fergie kind of player. Like, okay. not a big name, reliable. He's one of those crap players that Fergie makes good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. is actually not mentioned either. Yeah, so yeah, and I have complete faith in Martial. <laughs> and he was just he was just too injured last season, you know. He, he couldn't really get his groove on. And, and, and I think it pro- like his his downfall probably started because of Eric Lamella. And Ooh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. That's all. Oh, yeah. all oh my goodness, I forgot I, about I, that. I hate that guy. You know, I hated him so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not the prime anymore, so you got you don't gotta deal with him until United yeah, eventually fall into the Europa League and have to play to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exclusive anyway. Yeah, so I think Marshall is just confidence issue and you know injuries. I think I think, I really think he still has like a few good seasons left in him. But Do you think he starts able... on Saturday? Yes, just to definitely. question here. He starts in place for yeah. Rashford? Yes. You know what's going to happen, right, guys? Well, he's going to play Anthony Longa on the left. I was literally just about to say, Vikram, I think you're going to say he's going to play Anthony Longa. That's a point to talk about. Anthony Longa looked really good in preseason. He looked really Vikram good, right? keeps telling me every single time we talk about Manchester United that always oh, going to blood in the youth. Is he actually yeah. going to blood in the youth? Vikram has, I like, an might. obsession with, like, United youth. Hey, you're... And yeah, it, okay, well, it blindsides him. No, no, it doesn't. Right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rinaldi, for a moment, I was a bit afraid, you know. I was afraid you are going to say something uh, stupid like, uh, Vikram is an obsession with young boys or something like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Please, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> to please it a little better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Way to be responsible. No, but I, I do think that, you know, uh, he has options up front. Should he start Anthony Langer over Anthony Martial? Uh, no. <laughs> Should not Definitely be doing not. that. <laughs> Definitely not. But is he capable of doing something like that? Yes, of course. It's only going to so sharp, you know. Man is unpredictable at times. And I think maybe... <laughs> um, and and I, I do mean this, you know, like that. I think he he's willing to trust the younger players. Um, if... You know, they can show that they can produce the goods. And Anthony Zanga has produced the goods. Not only uh, during preseason, but last season, I mean, he he showed, you know, that despite his lack of experience, right, he is mature for his age, he can score. And I think most importantly, he can play in multiple positions. He, he's not someone who can... I mean, I guess maybe they haven't really found what's his best position on the professional level. Sort of like the whole Rashford situation. Is he a number nine? Is he a number eleven? But he, uh, he. I mean, there, there is a chance. There's an off chance that he might play Langa. But I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves here. I think for the first game of the season against uh, Leeds, isn't it? are we playing against Leeds? I think we're playing against Leeds. Yeah, Leeds. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it, Leeds. It, that's a big game. You know, I think. Uh, the history between both clubs, uh, the fact that fans are probably going to be there. It's going to be uh, a big game atmosphere. So, you should start Anthony Martial. But hey, if Anthony Martial isn't <laughs> going to show up, or, you know, he's, he's got, got off all that game, he has options on the bench in the form of Ilanga, in the form of... Uh, Daniel James, I guess. If you want to play Daniel James on the left, 
I don't know Daniel how that's going to work out. did play very well in this fixture last season. He to did. To be completely he fair. He did. He did. I mean, this, you're talking about a 6-2 uh, win, right? The six, Yeah. Yeah, the thumping. The yeah. game at Old Trafford, not the game at Allen Road. Yeah. No, the game at Allen Road was a uh, draft affair. Yeah, that was awful. And that was awful. It was like, no, no, I don't know why. I, I regret it every minute that I watched it. <laughs> you, thought, you thought it was uh, <laughs> 6 2 2 by no. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I would have enjoyed seeing Leeds suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, uh, just as sort of like an energy, the defining stretch of this United season seems to come early because from September 19th, they play West Ham, Aston Villa, Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs, Man City, a break against Watford, and then Chelsea and Arsenal. So, they mean, they've done a scene again. We're, we're gonna we're gonna figure out very early just how good Manchester United are. <laughs> probably. And there's I mean, probably gonna be a few Champions League games interspersed in there too. True. And it'll well, be interesting to see who we draw. Guys screwed you guys over. Yeah, yeah. No, they always do, man. They always do. I think we're used to it by now. But it doesn't matter on how br- it's on the bright side. Your Christmas runs easy. <laughs> I know what Rin is gonna say. And what are you gonna say? Doesn't matter how you start. What matters is how you finish. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. On, on that note, we're not talking about Manchester United ever again. <laughs> Moving on, plus three Liverpool. <laughs> okay, one last we thing. We do not United, no. I think, you know. One last thing United, and I think it's important, the whole Pogba question. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up because I was distracted by someone say some <laughs> stupid cheesy <laughs> phrases okay Paul Pogba that's fair we do need to talk about Paul Pogba <laughs> I mean you know I mean I think it does I think <laughs> yeah, the Pogba question sort mm-hmm. of does tie into the the defensive midfielder question because it doesn't really appear to be a buyer's market in the transfer market for everyone except for like four teams and if he yeah, is, yeah, if Pogba true. isn't going to go to one of those four teams he's not going to go anywhere so maybe it oh, is it? sort of a everyone sort of just twiddles their thumbs and waits for Pogba's contract to expire. He plays one more season at United. And maybe it's the same thing with United trying to sign a defensive midfielder. They want to sign a Declan Rice, uh, Wilfred Aditi, or someone like that. But the price that's being demanded is too much for United to pay in this market. Well, I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Um... I think PSG would have been the obvious answer, but after you know Messi going there, yeah. they but did. Their overstay. money's tied down in some other investments. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, they've, you know, well, I mean, they'll, pro- they'll probably make like bajillions of euros on Lionel Messi shirt sales. Probably, so they might make some of that back. I mean, but within the the bulk of that money, go back to the shirt sponsors. Isn't that how it works, no? It's PSG. None of what you expect to understand how a club works, works there. Uh, That's a very good point. That is a very good point. But, I mean, I don't know. I was reading rumors online. Granted, these are rumors and you should not trust rumors. Take everything with a pinch of salt, right? Um, Especially if it comes from the sun. No, if it comes from the sun, don't even read it. Yeah, don't even read it. If it comes from the (laughs) Daily Mail, take everything with like a handful of salt. But... um, something about them needing to sell nine to ten players to balance the books and i was thinking to myself what books because <laughs> like in this oh club psg is... yeah oh yeah the athletics said that 
Did he? Yeah, like a genuine journalist said that. <laughs> then oh, that's reliable. <laughs> then that is reliable. I mean, yeah, not to diverge too much into PSG, but they have a lot of squad players that genuinely aren't all that good. Like, yeah, I mean, Tilo Carrer, not that good. Abdou Diallo, very decent. What about Damien? Rafinha, Andre Herrera. Yeah, they've got plenty of players that can sell. Address a guy. Like, they've got a lot that they can move. I guess if, if, if they do, you know, get rid of a couple of midfielders, maybe before the end of the transfer window, there is a chance Pogba might still leave to PSG. I mean, who wouldn't want to play with Messi, with Neymar, with Mbappe? You know, I guess with Donnarumma. I think that Pedro is a tight Ramos. turnaround, though. It is. Like, a you're tight talking about two weeks. For yeah, them to move a lot off, and then for them to strike a deal with United, United to allow him to leave at the very end of the transfer window without their no, chance to sign hey, a replacement. If if that does happen, whoever the director of football is, deserves a massive pay raise, man. Plus, no, trust me, he insane. definitely does not. <laughs> he definitely oh, does not. <laughs> but to, to I can't believe I have to re-engage you guys more on United. That's crazy. To re-engage this on yeah. United, would you be willing to let Pogba leave on a free versus sell him in this window if it means United... I mean, if Pogba stays, if they, if you think they have a better chance of challenging for the title and staying in the Champions League, would you be willing to let him go on a free? Um, I'll let him go on a free, lah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to see. I, I, I want to see what happens, man. Uh, seeing you know Bruno, Pogba, Sancho, Rashford, Cavani, Martial. I want to see. I want. I really want to see this United team. It's like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome, lah. That's what I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. I mean, to be honest, right? So someone's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yo, I, I, I mean, would I sell him? I don't think I would, only because, uh, like, what Rin said at all. Yo, we'll be competing on all four fronts next season, as what we should be every season. But, you know, I think with Varane coming in, with Sancho coming in, right, we have, um, I guess we have to compete on all four fronts. And having someone like Pogba on board would only improve our depth and also allow us to play you know, a bit differently, I suppose. It'd be interesting to see if uh, Ole can sort of feel Lingard and Pogba together in some way or form in the event, you know, Bruno needs to be rested. Uh, you see, this this wouldn't, this could technically uh, pan out well if we have a proper central defensive midfielder or someone who sits back to defend. I don't think that's happening <laughs> uh, since we're approaching the end of August. Nah, I don't think yeah, I don't think there's gonna be any more deals from United. There might be, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we might pull off a illustry kind of deal, sign some youngster for ten million, and then make sure he knows he's the light of day, and then tell him in the future or something like that. Stop it! You know, stop it! Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You know, no, but that's that's probably what's gonna happen. You know, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna sign any more first team players. As much as you want to talk about things, mainly because, you know, anyone we sign from overseas has to go through some sort of COVID protocol, right? Like, they need to be in quarantine, yeah, quarantine. and then after that... Quarantine. Yeah, so, it's 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 like beyond... Um, I mean, it's not just about, you know, 
agreeing on a transfer fee. It's not about you know agreeing on a contract. It's also whether or not they can arrive in England, serve a two-week quarantine notice, and come out for their medical and pass that medical. You know, I guess it's well. Th- there are it, like there are ways to get around the whole completing a medical thing. You can complete a medical without hit, without having to travel to another country and go through a quarantine. Likely, if a, if a sale is agreed, the club that he belongs to will be willing to do at least part of the medical. Like, part of um, Brian's medical, I believe, was completed at Real Madrid. So, wow. it, it's just more of the question of how willing are you to deal with a player who you're going to sign him, then he's going to have to quarantine for two weeks, and then he's going to have to get into training and get underway, and then he'll be ready to play. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. So, the, it's, it's an issue of match fitness as well. And, you know, because what the hell are you going to do in the hotel for two weeks? I mean, you know, static exercises and and, and whatnot, it's, it's not going to sort of help. I mean, we'll probably help. bring him one of those watt bikes. Just make probably, cycle all the yeah. time. Probably, probably. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, he can't be doing that the entire time as well, you know. It's it's uh, I don't I mean I don't want to experience quarantine man it's it's not it's not fun, not fun. All right okay um, but I guess going back to the whole Pogba question yeah, I think me and Rainbow can agree that uh, we wanna wait till this contract sort of ends and then he can leave on a free, you know milk the last bit out of him and for all you know halfway through the season you know a miracle might happen and he signs a contract, you know and then we tell yeah, him next season entirely you know, possible. For, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after we win the Champions League after we win the Champions League yes, he will bring that his life. yeah he would actually you know it's let's let's see but you know enough about United let's let's move All on right, let's, Not, let's uh, move on to the team that you guys hate the most let's talk about the team from the red side of Merseyside champions from two years ago Liverpool just narrowly snuck into the Champions League places last year have responded by getting into the Champions League by signing. Oh, I also didn't go over the signings that Man United made, but we know the signings that Man United made. Like, we know I'm talking United. to two Man United fans here. <laughs> 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 so Liverpool's transfers in. There's exactly one of them, Ibrahim Akanate from Red Bull Leipzig. That's... The outs, Genie Juan Aldum going to PSG, Harry Wilson going to Fulham, yeah. Seth Vandenberg going to Preston North End alone. Uh, a lot of people who I do not recognize. Marco Gorinich going to Porto. Taiwo Awiyini going to Union Berlin. And a lot of other people I don't recognize. So, the team that y'all hate. Thoughts. Is this going to be a better season from Liverpool than last season? Nope. I don't think so. I think yes. Oh, interesting. Great, that, great debate, uh, guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, so there's, de- there's, there's definitely a few points to expand upon with this because like obviously Virgil van Dijk's back they are easy to see Van Dijk you can genuinely ask that question yes you can Yeah, because it's obviously really hard to recover from injuries like that but even then you know bringing in Kanate is a good player so they have depth at center back my question yeah, is would would you objectively, not speaking as many United fan, would you objectively be concerned about the depth at every other position for Liverpool? I and I was about to say that because I don't think they have depth in any other every other position. I mean, who do they have? Go, uh, who do they have going up front besides uh, Firmino? Uh, Jota. 
Diego Jota and uh, I think Ivar Carrigi well, still there. But Jota plays there. more on the wing. Jota, uh, Jota probably played plays center forward. He has, but you know, then who plays on the wings if that's the case? Because I'm. Um, apparently, Liverpool have very bad luck with no one. injuries. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've, we've already seen that. Andy Robertson got injured against Athletic Bilbao, the preseason friendly. That looks like mm-hmm. he could be out for several months. And their backup left, left back is Costa Simikas. Ah, uh, that's right, a Greek fellow. Not a bad player by any means, but he's not Andy Robertson. No, he's not. If United, you know, have Shaw injured, we have Alex Sellers on the, you know, as backup in that sense. We still have, um, we still have Tim. We still have, I mean, same Brandon thing on the right, Williams. right? Yeah, we have Brandon Williams as well, who can play either on the right or on the left. On the right, we have Diego Dalot, who who can do a decent job in one Bissaka's absence. Well, for now, you yeah. have Diego Dalot. Yeah, for now, we have Diego Dalot. Who knows, if, who knows if he's going to start the season, they're actively shopping, but... True, very true. I think that depth is a genuine question for Liverpool. And on top of that, there's reports they're actively selling Sherman and Shakiri. Um, I have no idea who else they have as forwards. I genuinely don't. <laughs> oh. I mean, aside from that, it's actually Diogo Schultz and Diva Karigi. That's it. Yeah. 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 And if you're looking at, at that midfield, how are they going to replace Genie Wanaldum? Are they comfortable with a midfield that includes both Fabinho and Henderson with Thiago? That's a very static midfield. Hey, hey, this Milner. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot Lord James Milner. Boring James Milner. A lot James Milner. I mean, I, I, I think the problem with Liverpool is that as much as, he, as much as I talk about United blooding in the youth, right, I think Liverpool are in a position that, where they are forced to do that, <laughs> you know. United have the liberty to choose whether they want to or not. But I don't think Liverpool have a choice in this instance, only because they don't have the depth. I don't think your owners are willing to spend any more money than they did on Konate or on any other transfers. There might be a few emerging... There might be one or two emergency signings if Mane or Salah get injured before the end of the window. Um, but I don't think anything's going to happen for, for, for Liverpool this season. Um, so I'm interested to see why Rin thinks they are going to be better than last. I mean, they have all, I mean, they have all their players back. I, okay, that's Last true. season, yeah, last season, well, yeah, I think it was pretty bad for them. <laughs> they had so many <laughs> injuries. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I think it's due to Klopp also that they managed a Champions League place. And they finished, if I'm not, they finished third, right? They finished third, yep. Yeah, with that kind of squad, you know. So I think it'll be a better season, now. honestly. I don't know. Just uh, dumping my my humble thoughts out there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're obviously going to start that starring midfield with Nabi Keita and Alex Oxlade Chamberlain in there. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Nabi Keita hasn't <laughs> featured. Uh... You know, a fair bit, but I don't. I mean, I think there's a good chance he will be featuring a fair bit this season. This season because he has to find any... his price tag. Well, that and also because he, they, they don't, uh, they don't have anyone in, in in the middle of the park who who sort of is. Uh, I mean, I guess is is Gigi a, a creative force in that midfield? And Thiago, yeah, he's, sort their, of... he's their only progressive midfielder. 
That's true. I mean, I think you could genuinely ask whether Tiago fits in this team. I mean, you can't doubt his talent. He's obviously incredibly yeah. talented, but is yeah. he the right midfielder with how Jurgen Klopp wants to play? Hmm. That's a good question, actually. It is a hard question. Plus, yeah, feel free it to is, think about it. it. Just, it, it. I've seen a lot of people. There was a really pointed topic of conversation last year on, you know, forums that idiots purvey, like TalkSport, where they're talking about, <laughs> oh, Tiago isn't, like, rock star enough to be in a Jurgen Klopp team, which is a phrase that means absolutely nothing. But I think the base idea is interesting because Tiago is a player that operates on a lot of order. Like, he's a player that... Is a, he's like a foundational player that you build out from the back from and Klopp's teams notably do not operate under any sense of order mm. so maybe he doesn't fit there but they don't really seem to have a choice yeah I agree also boy there's going to be a lot of responsibility on Curtis Jones this season yeah maybe too much responsibility he's the only progressive midfielder they really have. Yeah. This might be a problem, Klopp. Well, I mean, I guess besides that, it's also... Uh... I mean, granted, you know, on the other day, Salah and Mane are probably the best in the world. But, you know, when they are not on form, where do the goals come from? Yeah, I think that's an issue that Liverpool have been trying to solve for years now. Like, that's the reason yeah. they were actively trying to sign Nabil Fakir when he was at Leon, and that obviously never worked out. They never really replaced... It seems weird to say, because they're definitely better off having sold Coutinho, but they never really replaced Coutinho. Yeah, you know, you're not like wrong. The one, the one major issue in that Liverpool team going forward is that the only players who score goals are the front three. And even then, Firmino hasn't been doing a lot of goal scoring recently. No, he hasn't. You know, he's not known for goal scoring as he is for assisting as a boss. In that sense, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, but um, I guess... I don't know. It's a sort of a hit or miss kind of thing with Liverpool this season. If, if they get it right, it's due to Klopp. If, if they don't, it's because of a lack of depth. Um, will Van Dijk be the same player? If Van Dijk and Konate can uh, form a brilliant partnership, right? Uh, that's fantastic. You know, that's going to be they terrifying. Do, they, yeah, exactly. They're, they're right? both just physical, skilled <laughs> behemoths of human beings. It is utterly it, I, terrifying. It might take some time for both of them to get used to each other, um, but I think once they click, it's it's gonna be uh, it's not gonna be fun playing against Liverpool. Let's just say that you know, yeah. so unless least... Jordan Pickford does us another one and helps take <laughs> another scissors out, kick, know? please. Another scissors <laughs> kick, <laughs> you know. I remember seeing they obviously changed the offside rules to be you know more liberal more in favor of the attacking team in the Premier League with um, VAR reviews and things like that and I remember seeing someone say you know if they had these offside rules last year Pickford would have been sent off in the derby and it's just really nice to know that Liverpool fans still have that on their mind and I'm never going to stop hearing about it. <laughs> I'm never going to stop hearing about it. 
Jordan Pickford must just be right up there with the Antichrist with them. Probably well, gonna what I, but what I was going to say before you brought that up, at least to just throw my two cents in on Kanate, because he's a player that I've watched for a while. I initially thought when he and Ufamakano went to Leipzig that Kanate was the better player. And that's why this is so terrifying to me. Because obviously, Ufamakano is a brilliant player. He grew into an utterly fantastic player playing for Leipzig. And Kanate dealt with a lot of injuries when he was at Leipzig. And that's sort of why he stagnated a lot. But. There's still a lot to Kanate's game that is very, very, very attractive as a modern center back. So he can work out very, very well at Liverpool. I mean, but you just they struggle to... a lot with injuries. He was injured several times playing for. Leipzig, so he yeah. fits. He fits the Liverpool mold, you know. He really <laughs> does. Know, he does. <laughs> he really does. Liverpool mold, man. Are you injured That's why often? they tried to sign Fakir too. <laughs> Are you injured often? Check. <laughs> <laughs> Sign him up. <laughs> no, but you know, to your point, yeah. I didn't realize he was the better one in your opinion. Yeah, he he was at least more positionally sound. Like, Upankano's, when he first got to Leipzig, he was a very physical player. He was a lot more, sort of the hump with young center backs to get over, especially young center backs who are very quick and very athletic, is they have to learn how to stop relying on their athleticism. Mm. It's sort of, that's sort of the, when you turn that switch and you become a lot more mental, positional, positionally sound player, you become one of the best center backs in the world. It's the same thing that um, Koulibaly went through when he first got to Napoli, where he had to learn to stop being re- so reliant on his physical skills and stop and start trusting his mental understanding of the game. And that's what Upamecano slowly learned as he developed more at Leipzig. But Kanate, when he got to Leipzig and when Upamecano got to Leipzig, he was more of a positionally sound player he just wasn't as athletic as Open Meccano was even though he's still very athletic so he has that potential to be a just as good player in that regard it's just that he he's a little more of a work in progress than Open Meccano is right now interesting that's uh that's one for the best for Liverpool well not really I mean, well well yeah not really and you don't one more one more quick topic of conversation with him is Jordan Henderson who's contract he's entering the final two years of his contract at Liverpool and, and both sides are reportedly quite far off when it comes to contract extension so there were some rumors in the summer about Jordan Henderson leaving but I mean he's obviously not going to leave this summer but no, he's leave this summer. would you would you fight to keep Jordan Henderson I think Liverpool fans would have a very different perspective on this than we would but would you fight to keep Jordan Henderson? <laughs> uh, oh. I think he's very influential in the dressing room. Probably is. Yes. Yeah. He's club captain after all. Club yeah. captain after Steven Gerrard as well. I mean, Steven Gerrard appointed him. I mean, uh, Liverpool fans <laughs> used to hate him, I suppose. I'm, I'm judging this based on what a uh, friend Ashraf says. But I think he's sort of grown into a... A good player as well, you know, not just off the field, but on the field. Yeah, and there are people saying he should have. There are people saying he should have won PFA Player of the Year two years ago. Yeah, you know exactly. Sorry, ring your thing on that. Yeah, no, I mean he's not entirely bad. But yeah, I don't, I don't see how he. He adds to like. Another dy- dynamic in, Liverpool's midfield. I mean. It's like I don't know. Honestly, what he does is just run around and like uh, 
poke people, <laughs> get the ball. <laughs> he shouts a lot. Don't You're not wrong. He shouts a lot too. <laughs> yeah, he shouts a lot. Very vocal man. Very vocal man. As if like he's a damn good player. <laughs> I mean, his confidence <laughs> is there, lah. <laughs> yeah, man's yeah. man's confidence is there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Alright, now we've got to move right. on to the other big spenders of the window. The reigning European champions, Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea Football Club. Soon to be it's adding been... former player Romelu Lukaku to their starting lineup, who today won the UEFA Super Cup on penalties against Villarreal. What do we think? Yeah. Scary. Well, first off, Villarreal showing who's boss against the Inter Milan. Uh, the fact that they had to go to penalties alright so I don't feel Man, that Villarreal bad. made them work in the second half yeah I don't feel that bad I don't feel that not win that in 90 minutes yeah um and to just I throw know. like a little caveat onto that I don't think that's a question of how bad Chelsea were I think that's just a question of how good Villarreal are but continue mm. no I I do think that you know the one big problem for Chelsea last season was they didn't have that, you know, lethal uh, number nine striker who was going to bang in 20, 25 goals a season for them. Timo Werner was not that man, you know. Timo Werner was never going to be that man under the system that Lampard played. Um, he wasn't really looking like that player under the system that Thomas Tuchel played as well. I think Lukaku would be the perfect man up front them you know i think united united i think as united fans right one of our biggest you know issues with the player was his first touch you know i know whenever he, <laughs> he had to he had the worst first touch man like whenever he was on the ball i know really school would say the dandest things to lukaku <laughs> he would say what nonsense is that you're a professional football <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> Lukaku had, had the worst first touch. It was so frustrating to watch. But he can finish. <laughs> he can finish. No, he can't. Lukaku. He could. He can't finish. Could. Okay. Are we saying can or could? He cannot. That, that, I, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> he, well, he, How he many goals finish. did he score last season for Inter? No, for Inter, I think he's, he's truly improved as a as a player, you know, but United at times he was such a frustrating figure to watch. Partly because I think under maybe he wasn't being deployed properly or he didn't really improve his game, but I think he did improve his game at Inter a lot. Like a lot, a lot. You know, man man's now a completely different forward than he was at United. Um when I mean completely different, I mean significantly improved. His first time isn't bad anymore. That's saying a lot, you know, for a player who when you pass him the ball, the ball <laughs> travels a few feet because of his first touch, man. It's insane. I mean, maybe that's the reason why whenever, you know, in the box, he, he just uh, tries it uh, the first time. He doesn't take a second touch. Because <laughs> he knows yeah, for a fact. Yeah. If he yeah, handles he the ball, a lot of gonna... too. Yeah. I, I think he might be, I mean, maybe it's, it's a case of um, the Premier League. I don't know, man because of the Premier League or what but I really want him to succeed at Chelsea I, I do because I think Lukaku is uh, he's a good player he is a good player I know I know Rin doesn't like him but uh, 
Uh, honestly, in my opinion, I think he 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 can do well. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, I think it's something to prove by coming back. Yeah, some. Yeah, he has something to prove by coming back. He didn't really end his season. All I mean, he didn't end his Premier League tenure, uh, in the grandest way possible. Let's just put it uh, that way. Yeah, I mean, okay, if you see, what I mean by he's not a good finisher, right? Is that he doesn't strike the ball very well. So who like who's a good finisher? I'll say Greenwood is a good finisher. Cavani. Yeah, is Greenwood is very clinical. Of course, you bring out yeah. bad players. Yeah. Harry Kane is a good finisher. There Harry you go. Is, yeah, that's right. Harry Kane is a good yeah. finisher. Harry Kane is a good finisher. Have, have you seen the way he he kicks the ball? It's I've, I don't know, man. It's like a bodybuilder trying to play football. But on that note, right? <laughs> he's, only, he's, <laughs> he's basically he a very good. Uh, I can what are you one. talking about? I bio. I can find one like that. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's true. I mean, okay, what he does well is shield the ball. He's a good target man. He's a good. He's a good hitter of the ball. But no, he. To me, he's not a very good like finisher. He's not one of the greats. He gets. His numbers are high. I mean, yeah, his numbers are high. He's a, his positioning is good. I wouldn't say the best. And I don't know. I think he. He bloats his number up against uh, smaller teams, but that's my—I mean, that's my—that's that, that's my opinion of it. When he was at United, lah, he didn't really—he didn't really cut it. Okay, yeah, when he was at United, it. yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was this—it was very similar to when he was at Everton. But I think it is—I do agree with the point that I think it is a very night and day transformation for Lukaku since going to Enter and coming back. He's grown a lot in confidence and stature. He's become a big game player since he went to Italy. He's scored multiple times in Milan derbies. He scored against Juventus. He scores against. He scored against Napoli. He scored. I'm struggling to think of all the top teams in Italy right now against Atalanta, and mm. I think gone under discussed in his statistics from his last season in Inter is that he had 11 assists. He was one of the top assisting players in Serie A last season, and you're not mm. gonna be that without growing as an on-the-ball player and not just as you know a poaching striker like he's not Mauro Icardi he's 50 times the player that Mauro Icardi was for Inter and he's clearly coming back as a different player yeah I mean I want I want, honestly I want him to do well I feel like he was unfairly judged <laughs> well he, he, he went United. through a period of some stuff when he was at United <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot happening on and off the pitch at United. It was it was very unfair to him. But yeah, yeah I, I guess mean, besides, Luka- but besides yeah. Lukaku, the, the, he's the only move that they made this summer. But I mean, do Chelsea even need anything else after Lukaku? Yeah, exactly. Like you, I you mean, can run least... through this Chelsea team, and you'd struggle to find a weak position, like maybe goalkeeper, and even then. Edward Mendy's not bad. Keppa saved two penalties today. Like, it appears you mean that the manager? Thomas Tuchel's to- <laughs> did, did you watch the Super Cup, by the way? Because this is, this is really something. Time is a flat circle. So we all remember... No, I didn't watch. <laughs> two, two and a half years ago, when um, Mauricio Sarri tried to sub off Keppa for uh, Willy Caballero in, what was it, the FA Cup semifinal? 
the League Cup semifinal, one of those. Mm-hmm. And Kemper refused to go off. We, we, yeah, we all yeah, know, yeah. What, know what happens. City won on penalties. Yada, 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 yada. Today, Thomas Tuchel in the 120th minute tied 1 1 with Villarreal going to penalties. Subs off Edward Mendy for Kepper and Balaga. Oh, wow. And everyone thinks, what in God's what name are you doing? doing? Yeah, bro. And then he goes and saves two penalties, and Chelsea won the Super Cup. No, he's, he's pretty good at saving penalties, yeah. But he's just very bad positionally as a goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still very <laughs> error prone. Edward Mendy will still be starting. But, yeah, like even then, it's just sort of showing that it appears that everything Thomas Tuchel is touching is turning to gold. So, yeah. Which it's is kind of hard to. Yeah, it's very <laughs> annoying. It's kind of hard to pick out a weakness. I think they're eventually going to regret selling Fakai Mori and Mark Leahy, who went to AC Monaco and Crystal Palace, respectively. But I don't know. I mean, they're still trying to sign Jules Kunda from Sevilla as well. Maybe center back would be another position where they're weak, but signing Jules Kunda would fix that. Obviously, we're not making predictions till the end, but I think there's going to be a lot of people rightly saying that Chelsea are favorites to win the league. Yeah, probably. I mean, end of the day, I, I do think that Chelsea have it in them. I mean, the fact that you won a Champions League season all doesn't. <laughs> they won it against you know, Manchester City. As well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that people often forget. But, um, you, yeah, I, I, I do think, you know, Chelsea have it in them. If people stay fit, even if people don't stay fit, you know, the depth that they have is something that people don't really talk about. So, even going up, I mean, even going up front, you know, even if Lukaku gets injured, you know, they still have Werner. They can play a system with Werner that somehow make it work. Um, it's not the best alternative to Lukaku, but Werner's still a pretty good player. It's, it's better than. Out. I was about to say it's better than Diego Schota, but Diego Schota is still a good player. It's better than the alternatives that Liverpool have for instance. No, yeah, for for sure. Because and that's another top four team that they're competing in that title race with. Yeah, you're right. It's it's it's, and I guess we're sort of going to transition into the, the the next thing with this. But I do think you know, out of uh, the potential, at least out of my potential top six, right? Liverpool probably has the least depth, or if not a tie with the other team that I think has the least depth out of the rest. Because I think I, I do believe a team like Leicester actually do have that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm they're, just putting they're it adding there. more. Yeah, they are adding more. You know, they're adding more quality players, and uh, it's you know kudos to them, bro. Because I think Leicester can be a real force to contend with. 